Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. It's a unique situation I'm in, you know. I'm 20th year with the same team and, uh, you know, be 42 years old. So pretty much uncharted territory, I think, for everybody. And, um, you know, I'm going to go out there and do the best I can this year and, and see what happens. Tom Brady getting ready for 20 years with the New England Patriots. So... What do you think is going to happen, PK? Another AFC East Division title? Because they do that every year. Stringing together a decade of those. Oh, sure. And then we'll see. There should be some slippage, shouldn't there? Why? Because he's 42. Most guys are done. Because there could have, would have, should have been slippage five years ago. It's got to happen at some point. I don't know that it does. I I think he could retire playing as well as he's played the last few years. So I don't, yeah, there, ha, there has to be slippage, but it doesn't have to be while he's an NFL player. Arizona Cardinals and free agent wide receiver Michael Crabtree unable to come to terms. They need another, they need another guy or just you always need another guy? You're, if you're asking me for inside Cardinal information, I'm your wrong guy. Really? Thought your sister, a season ticket holder, would keep you up to date. Um, talk every day about the Cardinals. We talked about my father's birthday yesterday, but we didn't mention the Cardinals at all. Texans defensive end J.J. Watts says he accomplished childhood dream. Houston and Green Bay having a joint practice, so he did the uh, tradition, rode the kids' bike to practice, but then he broke the bike. The bike I was using was not equipped for a 290-pound man, and the seat broke off. We purchased a new bike for the boy, so I apologize for that. Demolishing bikes merely by sitting on them. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Yeah, so we have a big picture plan, and then we just, each day we evaluate where we are, but so far there haven't been any setbacks, and he was throwing the ball hard today. He, he threw a couple of, couple of balls that were tough throws and awkward body position and threw it hard, and Saturday threw, threw one about 45 yards in the air uh, that was a pretty hard throw as well, so he's looks like he's ready to me. That's Aaron Roderick, passing game coordinator at BYU, talking about Zach Wilson. Good to go. Can all start obsessing about something else. Well, I haven't obsessed about this for weeks, man. They said he would be ready to go at the start of the season. Man, we heard he was on a pitch count, but now he's making all the throws. UConn football coach says that the term student-athlete is outdated and overdue to be changed since college football has become, his word, professionalized. Randy Edsel, head coach for the Huskies. It ain't a student anymore. It's just an athlete. Edsel went on to add that he believes it's a matter of when, not if, college football players will be paid. Yeah, I told you that years ago. Questions for the student-athletes is a joke. Pay them. They're already getting paid. We need to stop with that. They're already receiving tons of stuff. Give them more. If that's going to solve all your problems. It's like all this stuff I hear. Wow, we had this big incident. So we got to get this guy out of office. Then get this guy out of office. Then we don't have to worry about it anymore. We've solved all our problems. 
So if all these problems are because we got to give them more money, give them more money, then all our problems will be solved. Man, that'll be cool when all the problems are solved. Right? That'll be happiness, joy, bunny rabbits for everybody. I mean, I read that all day the, yesterday. We got to get this, get get the guy out, and then we've solved the problem. We don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm all for it. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Vince Carter will return for an NBA record 22nd season. He re-signed with the Atlanta Hawks on a one-year deal. If he plays into 2020, which seems likely at this point, he'll become the first player in NBA history to play in parts of four decades. That means nothing to me. Yeah, I didn't know no one had done it before. But who cares? If you come up in, in the beginning of the decade... Then it's going to be hard. Be 22 years is 22 years. Who cares how it falls? Yeah. That's Team, stuff that you like. No, I don't actually really like it. Team USA begins preparations for it. the World Cup of Basketball. They're in Las Vegas. Donovan Mitchell in training camp working out with the senior team. Looks like he's going to be getting a bigger role. A lot of guys have stepped away, said thanks, but no thanks. I've heard a lot of theories on why, but Donovan... Now set to play. Some of the guys looking at the Olympics don't want to play over back-to-back summers. So, great. Yeah. More time for Donovan Mitchell. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And now the old one to swing and a drive. Center field and deep. Going back is Acuna. He will turn. Gone! A walk-off for Sano. And the Twins win it. Minnesota's got win number 70 now as the Twins take down the Braves 5-3. They could be one of the contenders, PK. I mean, obviously, they are one of the contenders. But the Astros and the Dodgers sitting there with the massive win totals and Vegas established them in the favor. Are any of these playoff teams, you think, better equipped to take those guys down than anybody else? Or it's kind of the randomness of which starter comes up with a big performance in the playoffs so you can't really guess. I think Washington has a starting staff that could go after the Dodgers off the top of my head. So, you know, I have to evaluate each of the playoff teams. Uh, But to me, Atlanta has a decent starting staff. So, yeah, I think they can. I don't think that the Dodgers are going to breeze through it. And over in the other league. You know, with the acquisition of Granke, it puts the Astros as a definitive favorite for sure. But we can't talk baseball anymore. Jake Scott told me he turned the station yesterday when we talked baseball. Really? Yeah. And I said, okay, well then maybe we can get Zanuck, Ed Davis, Emmanuel Mude, uh, Jeff Green, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. And I like it. <laughs> Cubs now two and a oh, half I games. Conley, excuse me. Yeah, Cubs now two and a half games clear in the National League Central. We're still working on Grayson Allen. Or <laughs> <laughs> your Memphis Grizzlies station. The Cubs two and a half games clear of the Cardinals in the Central. They beat the A's six to five as Javier Baez went deep twice. All right, DJ and PK. 
There is what is trending, and it's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Matt Michelle, National College football writer for the Orlando Sentinel. One of the national writers who thinks the youths are kind of a big deal. And why does he think that? Well, we'll find out at 8 o'clock. Ron McBride, former Utah and Weaver State head coach at 9 o'clock. This is 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. According to multiple reports, the Golden State Warriors gave Draymond Green a player option on the final year of his four-year $100 million contract extension. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson's max contract extensions do not have a player option. After former Cleveland Browns assistant Bob Wiley criticized Browns head coach Freddie Kitchens recently in a radio interview and a number of internal leaks from the franchise to the media, Kitchens told the media the days of inside information and unnamed sources and stuff like that have ended. You're not going to get any information like that ever. Anybody. And if I ever see it, they're fired immediately, and that's how we're running this organization. Major League Baseball, the Mets beat the Marlins 6-2, 5-4, sweep the doubleheader, and move above 500. The Salt Lake Bees were swept in their four-game series against New Orleans with a 5-2 loss. The Bees head out on the road today with a travel day before opening the series tomorrow against the Omaha Storm Chasers at 6 o'clock. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond Airport Parking has fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah. Only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save. Just off I-80 and Redwood Road. That's Diamond Airport Parking. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Joining us now, you know him, you love him, it's Frank Dolce. Jason Shelley, Tyler Huntley, both returning. Huntley really nominated as the starter, rightfully so. How do you feel about the quarterback situation right now with those two? It feels like there's a good guy in the starter position and a guy with a lot of game experience that has proven himself as a maybe even better than what your standard backup might be in the league. So I think the quarterback position seems really solid for Utah right now. Two guys in Huntley and Shelley that have similar skill sets, so you don't really have to change the offense around. I think it's really positive at the quarterback position. Utah, I don't know if they could do any better right now at that position group. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Master Electrical. We'll light up your day. Give them a call at 801-543-2222. They'll be right on their way. That's 801-543-2222. We pause in our college football discussion to bring you this on the Utah Jazz. You know, I'm already sick of, are the Utes going to get to the Rose Bowl? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Play the freaking games already. Jeez. Nope. There's there's very little news out of Utah camp, and what big time news is there out of BYU camp? It's a little quiet, especially since you can't see much. I can't see anything at Utah, and you can see a little bit at BYU. Yeah, so. and we can come up with stuff just to come up with stuff. But I saw something yesterday relative to the Jazz, and it got under my skin. The crossover podcast at Sports Illustrated. Yeah, what got under your skin? Well, two guys. Ben Golliver, Washington Post. Andrew Sharp. Yeah, and they're asked about the Jazz 
and apparently some guy, I assume he's from Utah, yeah. submitted a question from them to them and you asked know, you, them. His name is Tanner. <laughs> oh, well, then it's a, it's a given. <laughs> That's one of uh, Riley's. we got to have Riley on to talk some football. It's That's one of Riley's ball. soccer fan names. Yeah, I don't think he's from South Central. Ethan Tanner and I forget what the other Sterling. Ones. Sterling. Sterling, yes. <laughs> Ethan Tanner and Sterling, they play soccer. That's the second best take. So Tanner. You know what his best? First for- team all whacker. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Riley's top two takes. Yes, they that's, are. That's what he's famous for, man. You got your go-to lines. <laughs> So we have a question from Tanner who says, Hey guys, I'm a big Jazz fan. I have a hard time understanding why you guys like the Nuggets substantially more than the Jazz. In my opinion, the Jazz are better at every single position. Then he goes down on through all of that and blah, 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 blah. He does say, yes, I'm biased, but in a vacuum, uh, Jokic might be better than Gobert, but if you look at the numbers when they play, Gobert tends to dominate. Am I crazy to think the Jazz have a real shot at winning the NBA title and are definitely better than the Nuggets? What do you think, Ben? Now, what do you think, PK? Tanner does scream white guy from Utah, does it not? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit being 100% bit. All right, fine. <laughs> Tanner, come on, man. What about Payton? Now, I couldn't have been Payton. Tanner is actually from Louisiana. He started rooting for the Jazz when they were in New Orleans, and the Carl Malone connection kept him there. He's a 65-year-old grandfather. From, no, never mind. He's, he's from Utah. He's up. Yeah, yeah he's from right. Utah. Never mind. I was gonna, he was going to live in Baton Rouge there for a minute, but forget about that. It's funny you bring up Carl Malone. Oh, yep. Because something that Golliver, the Washington Post guy, it's just sports opinion, but you know we argue sports opinions. He said something in the context. So it's a podcast, but they have it written and edited version. And he says, reading, uh, he's not not crazy to think they're better than the the Nuggets or have a chance. I think that is in them, in play for them. They're one of the teams I'd put in the title conversation. And their ceiling is very high as a team. I think his logic is fundamentally flawed, though. If you go down... And say this player versus this player, position by position, you are missing the pitcher. If you look at past Jazz rosters, you can go down and think of the players at the bottom were worthless. But look at what John Stockton did. He made them better and turned them into an entire team. He made Carl Malone the mailman. There was no delivering happening if it wasn't for John Stockton. I couldn't agree, agree less. Less. <laughs> you almost said more. <laughs> Disagree. Malone would have found a way to deliver. There's Maybe five thousand less points in his career. The letter carrier, and that is letter carrier. Stockton did not make letter carrier. He made himself he still into what he was. He still would have been a star. They certainly benefited from each other. No question. But on the on the same token, the other guy made himself into what he was. Stockton. Yes. Right. And he would have been very good if he'd never played on a team with Carl. It would have been the same. Carl would have been... Um, yeah, greatness is greatness. It still helps to have greatness next year. And you notice that greatness a lot of times has greatness next to them? That is a good point right there by you. <laughs> John can throw all the great passes he needs. Somebody still has to finish in traffic. Carl had a way of clearing the traffic out. Get out of the way. If I have one pick in jazz history, one, I can only take one player, 
in the entire franchise history going back to Buffalo or wherever they started before they moved to New Orleans. New Orleans is where they started. I'm choosing one guy. Clippers started in Buffalo. You know that. I'm choosing Carl Carl Malone. Malone. He is my number one pick. Just like he was in all those fantasy drafts. Yes. Look at you. Consistent. He stands alone in all of his accomplishments. So I was curious when I read this why, because I read the transcript and listened to the podcast, but they're both out there. Sports Illustrated's got them, SI.com, if you want to read it or listen to it. I was a little, I was wondering why Tanner was so focused on Denver. Because apparently these guys said that Denver was better. Oh, okay. That that would be my, he was picking out one thing. Yeah, so in a previous podcast they had said that. That's if you follow the lines and connect the dots. And this Gulliver is saying he's comparing Stockton, his whole point, that's his sub point, but his bigger point is that he's comparing Stockton, Stockton to Jokic. He says, the mailman, there was no delivering happening if it wasn't for John Stockton. And I think that is a similar thing that is happening with the Denver Nuggets. It is the Jokic effect. Every one of these guys is better than what he looks like on paper because he benefits playing with Jokic. So I don't think it is the right way to judge the Nuggets player by player. I think there are strong arguments to be made for either of these teams. Now, I agree with him on that because it's stupid to judge player for player because it's not a series of five individual one-on-one matchups. So I agree completely on that. There's just no doubt about it. I was going to say, it's a good thing you think that because otherwise you'd be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go many the, teams. The, flaw, the Bulls' yeah. six teams, I could probably argue that they didn't win all those matchups, but who cares? They won six titles. So I agree with Gulliver, the Washington Post columnist, 100% on that. But is, is Jokic that guy? And that's where, and you can argue whether he, he is for Denver. I don't have any problem with him saying he is for Denver. He had a sensational season. He had, to a degree, given his height and position, a revolutionary season, if you want to go that far. I don't have any problem with that. Do you? Revolutionary is too strong. I thought I saw a, um, when Arvidas Sabonis came over, people always said, you should have seen him before he tore his Achilles. Should have seen him before he tore his Achilles. Jokic played the same way. Offensively, he played a lot of the similar spots on the floor to where Sabonis used to play. Now he played it at a higher level. He didn't shoot threes. Sabonis never shot threes. No, but he shot long twos. Which was stupid then. (laughs) <laughs> it was like smoking on an air, air, airplane. What were they thinking? <laughs> Stupid. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going to put you all in this metal tube. Yeah. And then half of you are going to light up. The other half of you are going to pretend like there's not a problem. Yeah, they're in the, you're in the smoking <laughs> section, so it's okay. Come on. Yep, and if you're 26, you're thinking, that was a dumb plan. Well, we're not 26 How and we were there. How are all dead? And it was a dumb plan. <laughs> well, that's the problem some of us are. Well, some of us are just all lucky. are not dead. Well, because we weren't on enough airplanes. Yeah, I know, but you were with my both my parents smoked with the windows up. In a car? Yeah. DNA. That's what my uncle would say, just cancer research. First thing you want to do if you want to beat cancer, win the DNA lottery. There are people who smoke three packs a day, and they live to be 80. Okay, you're getting off 
<laughs> that we didn't need a theory for that, okay? It was just a throwaway line, move on. You don't have to answer Sometimes everything. we evolve. Sometimes conversations evolve, PK. And then that's where you get bogged down. <laughs> I think flourish, bogged down, potato, potato. So long twos, I don't remember whether he was. So I thought he played it like it. Now he probably played it at a higher level and he's oh, more he athletic. And the games changed, but I don't think I don't he revolutionized think he, don't, oh, it. He, he improved it. No, I think he revolutionized it. There's, I don't recall ever outside of Magic Johnson, uh, who wasn't really considered a center, and he played center for one game. I do not recall a center bringing the ball up. I don't recall. Maybe Sabonis did, and maybe Demontes does. The younger Sabonis. <laughs> but I don't recall centers bringing the ball up the way Jokic did and initiating the offense. Not just some high post offense, but all of the offense. So I think he revolutionized the game last season. I think he evolved it. But no. we're splitting hairs. I'm not. You are, maybe. But I'm not. So for all the Tanners out there, and there are probably more than a few listening, if you're thinking about the Jazz title hopes, is Denver the team to obsess about? I mean, is Denver the team really standing in the way? Yeah, I think if you finish second in your division, you're not winning the title. That could well be. That probably is. I don't even look at the division standings anymore, so I don't even know who's second in the division. Well, nobody So are you going to be top played. two in the – If you finish top second two in, the, in the division, you yeah. ain't winning the title. It still doesn't seem like they're the primary roadblock. They could be a roadblock. I mean, if you're not better than them, then you're not going to win the title. You're going to lose to them in the playoffs. Yeah, but I think you've got to look at the teams in your division. If you're not better than the team that you're competing with for first place in that division, even if it's meaningless, you're still not going to win the title. I mean, mark it down. We've seen the quote-unquote super teams come together before and we've seen LeBron and Cleveland and Miami you know win the second year can you just put a team like the Clippers together and have them come out and win and they're the favorite they're who everybody's looking at Vegas has given them the best odds the most wins in the regular season the best odds of advancing through the playoffs and I gotta say they're the first team I consider when I'm looking at anybody else's championship odds but is yeah, that but, I, mean, I think you're missing Tanner's point here He's Are the like, Jazz better than the Nuggets? He, he's saying, guys, you're not even con- you're not considering the Jazz. You're not you don't even have them better than Denver. I think that's the point. Yeah, Tanner and those guys making. don't, but lots of other people do. That's the point but, he's making. But literally nobody I've read thinks the Jazz are better than the Clippers. I mean, the Jazz Vegas right, but are he's better. conceding that. The point is, wait a second, you don't even have us better than Denver. He's not conceding that, or he is conceding that the Clippers may be better. By the way I read this, he's conceding, okay, I'll give you the Clippers, but I'm not giving you Denver. (laughs) That's the point. Surely we're better than Denver. and, And then he goes on, I think they got a great chance and blah, 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 blah. And that's where the thing about they've built this team is everything spiel, and I have no problem with it. But the thing that I think about it is more 
important, prevalent, relevant this season than it has been in the last two or three when they've been pushing that stuff. Because now they got a complete team. Before, it was incomplete team is everything. But now, and you can argue no one has a complete team. But they're, the definition of complete, they are reaching that definition far more yeah. than they have the last three years when they pushed team is everything. Well, a complete team suggests that you got the perfect team and you never have that. Right. That's, but that's this team is more well-rounded than what they had a year ago. Complete is complete, but it is much more complete this year <laughs> than it has been in the last three and years. And if I dropped more complete mm-hmm. on the air, you would crush me. Yeah, but no, I'm setting it up. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Acknowledging that is yeah. basically That's why I went with well-rounded. going in. I, know, I got it. I got it. And then well-rounded is fine. We're saying the same thing. I'm acknowledging that there, you, know, there, you can't be complete. I said complete is complete. With that in mind, this is closer to the closest to complete that they've been since they started running that stuff out there, team is everything. Now you legitimately have a team with all the components in today's league that you need. Before they didn't. They were woefully inadequate. So that's why you don't go player versus player it is team versus team. So I agree with Gulliver on don't give me individual matchups because it's ridiculous to, to compare Gobert and Jokic. How do you fit They're in the system? They're two foreign right. guys. How, <laughs> how do you fit in the system and how do your teammates compliment you and how good does that make yeah. the team? And what are you asking out of Jokic and what are you asking out of Gobert? Well... You're going to run a lot of the offense through Jokic. Go a ba- lot. Yeah, well, he ran the offense. I mean, yeah. just, he was revolutionary. Yeah. Gobert, now, Gobert's value will be more valuable than ever because his lack of offense, which isn't that bad anyway, but his lack of offense is really will not be, be nearly yeah. as it's been, noticeable. It's been minimized by all the shooters. Yes. There are times he was defended, well, the same way Donovan was. They drive in the paint, there'd just be a lot of bodies there. And he couldn't get to the rim and finish. So which his Gobert value needs to do. will be more complete. <clears throat> it will be better because, man, you can really hone in on what you do. And we've got other guys. Favors for three negatively impacted Gobert and then obviously negatively impacted the team. Bogdanovich for three is going to positively impact impact Gobert and positively impact the team. So Gobert, when this team is pushing 55-60 wins, Gobert's going to get way more publicity, even though he's the two-time defensive player of the year. And if you don't know who Gobert is, you're not really an NBA person. This year, everybody's going to really know who he is because then he can do his thing He may not necessarily do it at a higher level, but he'll do it at a level that will be more pronounced because there'll be more wins and there won't be an 11 and 14 start and all those types of things. And, you know, you have to wait till January before they turn it on. No, they're going to turn it on October 22nd because they have this complete, as much as compared to themselves, team than they've ever had here recently when they've gone with the team as everything. 
react to what I just said because I just gave you people driving to work some of the greatest analysis that you're ever going to get. And I never played the game. It was too complete. People can't come up with more complete analysis. You covered everything. You tied well, up then just the get on. And I rarely ask for compliments. But just <laughs> get on the open mic and say, that was freaking brilliant. And... If you get on the open mic and say that was freaking brilliant and have a request, I'll sing it. Grab the app, use the open mic, and validate PK. I'll for, sing for you. Validate PK for 15 seconds. This will be like your own personal concert. That could be horrific. Not really. I, I, we've, we haven't done this. I don't know if we've ever done Speaking of revolutionary, Uh-oh. I'm going to throw it out there. Oh. If the people don't want me to sing, I won't sing. Woo-hoo. You know I've been a real bad girl. Has- yeah, and stop talking over me, man. I think that could be edited better. I think you were done. <laughs> I think they just left that in there to make me sound bad. <laughs> Clip off the last three tenths of a second. <laughs> PK was done singing. It's gonna be a heartache tonight. A heartache tonight, I know. <laughs> See, that was edited well. You didn't hear me at the end. I didn't fall asleep during that. That would have been impossible. If the they, volume. We've never asked the people, but if they don't want me to sing, I won't sing. If they do want me to sing, I'll sing. We'll just leave it out to the next 10 people who respond on Twitter. If if six of them say don't swing, sing, I won't sing. I kissed a girl and I liked it. KP. <laughs> That's kind of ironic because if you transpose KP, what do you come up with? Uh, carry the one. Uh, PK. Yeah. And we both have kissed girls, apparently. And liked it. (laughs) Your first kiss. What about it? When? Uh, eighth grade. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. You know what? No no chance. No bleeping chance. Make it out in the eighth grade. NBC stands for no bleeping chance. Where was Dolores, your mom? Uh, Did she she know about it? Absolutely did not know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Neither did Pops. Neither did the brothers. Yeah, older woman. Uh, no, no. You make me a natural woman. <laughs> Heyo! <laughs> <laughs> Here they come, Pete. I just have gender identification issues. No, I really didn't. Uh, Pete, PK just changed my life with his brilliance, and then the one hundred three times. Oh, to the one hundredth. What is that first emoji? I don't know what to. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. It's one. the heart eyes emoji, I believe. No, it was actually no. It's no, the not. my head exploding emoji. Like he just blew. Oh, his mind. okay, that's good. I see it now. I get it. All right, good. Right I here, thought it man. was a uh, guy with the little uh, beret from France or something. It's 2-0. It's 3-0, actually. No. I review gear. Clint's not happy. Sing and sling, Clint, baby. Clint didn't like it. What is this? 1280 the Nug? Later will be 1280 the Bronc. Action finger, llama, sing. Ty Trib, that was freaking great, PK. You make my dreams come true. You make my dreams come true. You, 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 you. You know, the funny thing is, I had, for the system. I had a premonition this was going to happen, Yak. A premonition? A premonition. Now, you, were you talking about that you were about to make your move and she was going to respond, yes, David, bring it on? No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking oh, about you okay. singing on the show. I thought you were talking about your first kiss. 
Had it been too long? Is that the issue? It's been a while since he sung. So, last night, I'm you on, get to sleep at all. I'm on the laptop, <laughs> scrolling through, and I'm like, "There is nothing good here. Are we just gonna just beat college football into the ground? No, there is I, literally. I'm, I'm just going around. There's nothing. Me, I'll take I'm on care Twitter. There's nothing. They're like, what? What should we do? And, and one guy suggests, and one guy tweets back, "PK should sing." And I thought, that is gonna happen tomorrow. I can feel it. And then here it is. I went to sleep. I forgot about it. We can date breakdowns. Zach Wilson and all yeah, this. I think other he can make stuff, all the throws. Blah, 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 blah. And who's going to play left tackle for the Utes? Yeah, that's great. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Don't no worry, worries. baby. No worries. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> now you're going to sing another song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Team is everything is never more relevant than it is now. Oh, man. Getting a request for total eclipse of the heart. No. Yach says with a certain glee that Dwight's on the open mic and needs to be heard from. Look at him in there grinning. (laughs) This had better be funny because Yach definitely thinks he's funny. I think PK will enjoy it. We're judging... This isn't about PK enjoying it. This is about it being funny. All right, go ahead. Yes, PK. I have never heard a better analysis in my life. You are the smartest person I know, except for that you said better value instead of more value. (laughs) No, drop some Led Zeppelin on me, baby. Been a long time since I rock and roll. Been a long time since I took this stroll. We need to notify Kyle Whittingham. Talkie to make some news immediately. <laughs> Carry me back. Carry me back. Carry me back. You know, if we had a pros, we could have a trade. Can you trade college kids? Tell me where I come from. I don't think it works like that. Led Zeppelin. In October, Robert Plant is coming to the Eccles Theater downtown. Robert Plant. Nice. Hall of Famer. Go to Cleveland. Check him out. Top five of all time. No. Yes, I'm going. I don't even care if he sings. <laughs> he just gets a the Eccles Theater downtown is just absolutely gorgeously beautiful. Yeah, I've seen several things over there, and it's spectacular. So that's good enough. And B, he could just stand there, the and I could just say, "That's Robert Plant, the Lion King, Aladdin." Oh, whatever. Oh, I mean anything. I mean it's spectacular. Whoever came up with that idea. Bravo to you. I'll give you a hoo to you, as they used to say at the Mighty Met in Los Angeles. A what? A hoo to you. What is that? That's a, a greeting, that the salutation that they used to say that when the Mighty Met was challenging KLOS in the Los Angeles area. A hoo A hoo you, yeah. What's a hoo It's <laughs> like, hello, how you doing? Come on, uh, can you just freaking go with it? Made it up. Jeez. Oh... Tyler, love the version, PK. Let's hear some Dream On by Aerosmith. (laughs) By request. Get up and go, and I got up and went. They're just coming to me, man. All right, let's go to Dwayne. PK, that was freaking awesome. And hell yeah, we want you to sing. Go for it, bro. <laughs> hey, can you clip go for it, bro? Oh, yeah, that should absolutely. be a drop. 
Okay. We need that. We need more drops from listeners. That's solid. Go for it, bro. Now, for a lot of you people, you know, there's a segment of society that I have to include. And I like some of you people are my best friends. Uh-oh. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching up to... Go for it, bro. <laughs> See? That's a, that's a solid drop right there. Short, sweet, energetic, snappy. I like it. Pete, of course, PK should sing. That's what PK does. Asking PK not to sing is like asking favors to shoot threes. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> Speaking of on and on, and like we'll go tomorrow. So, Kyle, who stood out today? Well, the defensive line was good, and the offensive line, you know, blah, 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 blah. My head starts spinning. I'm looking forward to media day for the Jazz. Where I don't have to hear, yeah, me and Rudy can work. I I can make those shots. No, you can't. I don't want to hear. I don't have to hear it anymore. No, you don't. (laughs) You're Bogdanovich. Me and Rudy can work. I can make those shots. Yes. (laughs) Okay. He's got a little bit of a track record. And nothing against favors because he was miscast. He'll be just fine in New Orleans. Yeah. Get to play in New Orleans on Christmas. Somebody thinks New Orleans is going to be good. I think I think Derek Favors is due to have a great season. He'll flourish. That'd be cool if New Orleans rebuilt on the fly and the Lakers struggled and New Orleans finished above in the standings. I agree, some Pelicans fans see, take some happen. satisfaction from but that. Getting him, I think that was a great pickup for New Orleans. He's a fine, fine player. It's just that he was miscast. The game changed around him. Now he needs to get back to what he does well. So it's nothing against him personally. Uh, and professionally, as far as his game, it's just this is, you know, it's like asking a catcher to play center field. <laughs> Danifan Mitchell realizes we're a little light on sports news today. I'll declare for the NBA draft today if it helps. I'm 5'10", 320. I'm a center. That should give you some enough news. 320. We're not light on news. We've got plenty of news. Uh, Rob agrees. He says, since the youths are going to the college football playoff, why don't you guys spend some time profiling the other P5 conferences? We gots to know who we playing. Uh, yeah, let's hold on on that. <laughs> you might want to hold off just a little bit. Just the Rose Bowl? Just no. the Pac-12 title game? It will not be just the Rose Bowl. But I'm saying hold off on that. You, There's so much you need to happen that you have zero control over. For instance, you need Oregon to beat or- Auburn. That'd be a good start. Yeah. That'd help. That would go a long, long way. So People look at that. The Pac-12's back. And then if you turn around and then in December beat a one-loss or yeah. zero-loss Oregon team, and you have eleven and one Oregon, eleven and one Utah in the yeah. Pac-12 title game. And, yeah, and they've got to, they got to win over uh, Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Get some serious. So there's a whole happen. bunch of stuff that you need to have happen, and you need to have SC do what they can do or what they've done. And that is that beat help. some good teams on their schedule, yeah. which includes obviously Notre Dame. Yep. So, and they have zero control over that. Alabama and Clemson—they don't need anything. Zero. They need nothing to happen. Hell, they can even lose a game and not even have to worry about. It. They can lose a game to somebody who sucks and not even worry about it. Ohio State can lose a game, not even win your division and get in. That's not happening to the Pac-12. So, <laughs> Can you imagine that? Utah in the playoff after not winning the division? That's impossible. <laughs> we all know it's impossible. Even every single Ute fan knows it's impossible. So you have two of the four already accounted for, and you have a couple of others who have 
way more advantages than you have. So forget about the playoff, because I'm not even worried about the playoff when it comes to the Utes. Go out and do your thing. And to me, the goal is the Rose Bowl, and then if somebody beauty contest thing thinks you should be on stage in the final, so be it. But if they don't, I don't really even give a crap. DJ and PK, countdown to the rivalry game next. Stay with us. Three, two, one, one, one. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on five. Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Yeah. Presented by Cypress Credit Union. The Southtown Auto Mall. And Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Tune into the Tour of Utah podcast on 1280thezone.com. The podcast includes tips for how to train for the summer of cycling and where best to see the Tour of Utah in action. We're counting down 100 days to the 100th rivalry game, BYU and Utah. We are 23 days out. 23 days till the Utes and Cougars kick off the local college football season. It's 23 a number we're going to see from the Utes much this year. You know, they've had good field goal kickers, and they've had to settle for some field goals. They're going to solve the red zone issues, kick touchdowns, or kick touchdowns, score yeah, touchdowns. Kick touchdowns, yeah, yes. Kick a touchdown. Uh, score touchdowns and not have to kick field goals. Well, of course they're going to kick field goals. Yeah, but three, three, when they have two touchdowns, that's how you get to 23. Is 23 a number the Utes will avoid this year? The actual number itself. Yes. Uh, if the other team gets to 22. You're okay with it? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, I am, actually. And the youths are going to be who they're going to be. That, that's that, that's the conclusion I've come to. They're not that different? They're better. But they're going to be who they're going to be. It's too much history to expect them to not be. Now, that's not a negative whatsoever. They have won a lot of ball games, And right now, their program is in the best condition of any's in the South. That could change, but we're talking about right now. And that's a great spot to be in. They're they're getting all sorts of respect. Respect is coming out the yin-yang <laughs> for these guys. And it's really the program. That's the big thing. It's not about an individual season. The oh, Arizonas and Colorado, they had a, a good season. Good for them. But it's about a program, right? Because if you suck next year, well, great. You know, you can point to this year. And if you suck the next two years, three years, four years, like Colorado has, well, what difference did it make? It's about a program. And so this program that he has built has been very successful. And I'm okay with it. But if you're expecting radical change from what you've seen, no, I'm not. I'm expecting a little more efficiency. I think that's what they need, especially in big moments. That's what they need. Radical just, change is I off think the, they're better. In, in my mind, radical change is off the table. That's not happening. I mean, they've made that clear. Ludwig, 
knows what Kyle wants. He's going to play the way Kyle wants. I don't know if they're going to run it 65 percent of the time, but they're going to run it 60. Well, he hopes they run 65. That probably means they're ahead and killing the clock. Yeah, right. And as far as he wants it to run 75, building the team. Yeah, right. Kyle would love to have a game in which we shut out the opponent and we ran it 100 percent. Yeah. That the, would be his fantasy. He was defensive coordinator for a 3 nothing conference championship clinching win at BYU. Oh, and we partied hard that night. <laughs> and burgers for everybody. <laughs> and teams built on defense do just fine. Alabama gave up 18 points a game last year, 12th in the country. They did all right. And he just compared the Utes to Alabama. Washington won the conference last year. They only gave up 16 points a game. That was now, fifth in the country. Okay, don't go to a third team now because I'll come over there. Clemson, we're 13 points out, we're a game. We're out already. National title. People want feelings. They want you, emotion. They don't want numbers. So as much as you don't want to protect the defense, look what Alabama, Washington, and Clemson are Who doing. Look where they, they ended up. Protect the defense. Protect the defense. Oh, people, come on. A lot of fans want to see the ball flying all over the yard and scoring 45 points. Well, then they need to go to Pullman. You got a factoid for the number 23? Yeah, so I was doing research on the number 23 in the series history, and I came up with BYU has 23 conference championships in program history. That's a good number. Sure. Until I decided to look up what Utah has. They have 24. Oh, uh, look at you. So. Man, if you'd used that factoid yesterday to set up this factoid today, that would have been factoid I know, genius. I missed it yesterday. So. Oh, God. That, uh, that's cool. I mean, that means something. I know the uh, coordinator down at ASU keeps talking about, we've won 17 conference titles, and we're going for 18. That's his big thing. Great. He's mentioned it several times. Really? Yeah. It's a motivational ploy. And it'll get him a head coaching job. Well, I mean, if it fires up young guys, I'm yep. all for it. I mean, who, you, you just I'm fine with it. And it didn't really mean much to the to somebody like me, but I'm fine with him using it because he's trying to get his guys to see a goal. Come join the zone in ARUP Friday, August 9th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at ARUP, 9786 South, 500 West in Sandy. Come save a life, donate some blood, it only takes 30 minutes, and you'll receive a Megaplex gift card, popcorn voucher, and jazz gear. Matt Michelle, National College football writer for the Orlando Sentinel, thinks highly of the Utes, and he will explain why next on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.